just dropping in real quick to say I hope everything's going all right for you. Now, we're not doing too much on our end this month. It's a little quiet, but that's not due to lack of trying. If you really want to listen to some of our backlog stuff, we have our amazing one-shots with both our 20th level D&D campaign, as well as our Starfinder one-shot and our Call of Cthulhu one-shot. If you're curious, go check them out. But I promise you, come the holiday season, we have a ton of amazing content that we're super excited about. Also, if you're curious what I sound like when I am acting as the player and not the GM, you can go check me out on at DMZack007's Twitch stream, where I'm playing through Rhyme of the Frost Maiden as a shifter fighter. Uh, it's a good time, and feel free to check it out. Also, if you haven't, go ahead and go to our store, uh, fourcornersgames.com. We have our amazing single-piece solid hardwood dice trays that we absolutely love. We also have some really great stuff coming up with that as well, so keep an eye out on our social media. In addition to that, check out our social media at Four Corners Games. Uh, we do all kinds of stuff over there and announcements as well. But that's all I have for you today. Please enjoy episode 17. I'm excited to see what happens in another chapter of Poe disregarding basic <laughs> self-care, the game. It's it's an exciting time to see what happens when you're a level five, six character and only have four hit points and see how long it takes for you to die. How do you feel about that, Travis? Do you think that's a, a fair assert, a, assertion? 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 Yeah. Assess? Assess? Assertion? No. Assessment? Assertion? Yes. Poe psyched. Uh, pause for stroke. <laughs> wasn't my fault. <laughs> I, just, I locked eyes with you, and it, it caused me to, to short out. Got lost Ooh. in those baby blues. I think his eyes are brown. <laughs> Deception. <laughs> Terendal of scale. <laughs> the most useless Terendal of scale. I get 2 D8. I have heterochromia now. I'm special. Well, he, I'm he can use his disguise scale for literally anything, and that <laughs> could be what it is. It's like, did you change your eye color? No. No. I saw they've always been this color. <laughs> He does it once a day. Just, yeah, one, one of the three, all uses. three of his uses right in the beginning of the day. No, he has to do it throughout the day. So he, he keeps the blowing scale. the disguise check to keep those eyes baby blue. Baby blue. Oh, if man. you could use your scale for the perfect Halloween costume, what would it be? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I already used Errol, so I feel like that one's out of the question. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think on it. I would. I've always wanted to be like in uh, Spartan armor. From Halo, I think that would be like oh. a dope costume to walk around in because you don't have to be in very good shape and you don't have to make like good faces for everyone to be convinced. That's true. You just need to be very talented to the point where you can make Spartan armor, which is the gap there for me, uh, unfortunately. That's why you have the scale. Or pay a lot of money. That's yeah. fair. That's that's that's, that's neither of what you have. <laughs> I am so poor. Finish those, paid off those home loans, those uh, student loans. The student loans yeah. is true. Don't tell people they'll start, they'll start hitting me up for money. Right? <laughs> hey, well uh, into so your thirties. <laughs> just like America always wanted, <laughs> the American dream. <laughs> uh.
What about everyone else? What's the, what would be if you could wake up tomorrow in your perfect Halloween costume on Halloween? Where are we floating? What are we sitting at? Tomorrow's not Halloween. But if tomorrow were Halloween. (laughs) Is it an aberration? (laughs) It's a plus two to that jackpot. I'll take it. Is it a spell or spell-like ability? Stone cunning. (laughs) You feel quite cunning. Cunning. (laughs) Stone cunning. Uh, I don't know. I actually totally blocked Halloween out of my mind because we usually go to like Halloween parties of some kind and it's probably not going to happen. So I just... Mm-hmm. Totally called it in and didn't even think about it. It's okay. Uh-huh. You can hang out with Crystal and I, and you and, and your lovely wife Chelsea can listen to the Halloween tree, and then we can all be like, "This is bad," and <laughs> yeah. turn it off, even though it's a forty-minute movie. <laughs> now we're just gonna we're gonna create a drinking game to that terrible movie. And it's it it can't be hard. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Whenever you ask a question, why? Whenever you why? <laughs> wait, why did they fly there when they said they couldn't move fast in the last episode? Yeah, yeah. it gets very confusing <laughs> very fast. <laughs> 95% of people listening and are like, what the hell is the Halloween tree? Check hey, it we out. Might, we might start a cult following <laughs> of to the just Halloween bashing tree. the Halloween tree. <laughs> so many shades of darkness. Like the room. <laughs> I mean, it's unfortunate this episode is going to come out post-Halloween. Oh, uh, no. But maybe they'll, they'll keep That's the spirit up. It'll be like mid to late November when this comes out. What do you see you there, Thoughtful? What, w- what would what would you be? What would you want? The Great Pumpkin. All right. <laughs> There's a giant pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He said the Great Pumpkin, not a giant pumpkin. The Great the. Pumpkin. Did they actually show that in the hall? Nope, they didn't. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they never did. <laughs> so, <laughs> nothing. Gotcha. It's supposed to be in How would you distinguish your, your costume as the Great Pumpkin and not just any other old pumpkin? Uh, oh, pumpkin. Good He'll have a blue ribbon on. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Second place. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sierra, what would you be? What would what would you want to hunker down and do? Um. Let's see. Oh, favorite. I don't know if this is going to land with a lot of people, but there is one character. Um, it's from a show called My So-Called Life. Nope. Nobody? Nothing? Is there a cricket sound Tell on Sirenscape? <laughs> I'll find it. Thank you, Travis. I Angela mean. Chase is her name. It's just a chance to wear 90s clothes again. That's fair. Just basically. Some Janko jeans. Um, No, she doesn't <laughs> wear those Jankos, but she does wear a lot of plaid. Um, Okay, so one that might be a little bit more relevant. I'm actually going, sh- uh, well, I'm supposed to be this this year. I have like T minus four days to come <laughs> up with a costume. And that is Kiyoshi from the Last Airbender series. Avatar the Last Airbender. So you're going you're going straight Kyoshi? Oh no no no, sorry. Her name is Suki. Don't say that. You'll get Sokka all excited here in the corner. He doesn't know his relevance of his name, nor that he should love you. But (laughs) But he'll get excited somehow. Oh, he'll know. (laughs) He'll know. (laughs) As he sleeps on his cat castle. (laughs) His recording castle. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Nice. That's a that's a good costume. Yeah, we'll see if I can pull it off. We'll have to post some pictures. Travis. Um, yeah, I still don't have an answer to this. Blue-eyed, blue-eyed Travis it yes. is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, he's just going to cosplay Poe and just walk around with his shirt off. That was my teenage years. <laughs> I peed off the tallest thing I could find constantly and abandoned my shirt as much as possible. <laughs> so so Poe. Poe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess. So you're not really acting. No, this in is... The, 
I thought that I was, but now that we talk about it, it may not Just be. Just reliving the glory days. It could be. Uh... I feel like you'd pull off a good Donnie Darko. You could. Oh, that would yeah. be fun. That'd be really good. I could be broody. Yeah, you could be real broody. And then you just have to find someone who's tall to walk around in that <gasps> creepy ass. I'll yeah. do it. Like, I could just do that. You could. You could be. Okay, you can be. Crystal. Crystal's Donnie Darko. I'm in oh. this in whoa, whoa, whoa. in this scenario, not in Crystal scenario. In my scenario, Why we're do skipping I have Crystal to be scenario. Garfunkel. You be <laughs> what? Was Art, I want to be Simon. Garfunkel. Oh, Simon Garfunkel. I don't know. I was just picking a duo. Garfield I said, and lasagna. Why am I normal? <laughs> You're not even Odie. You're no, normal. You're third tier. <laughs> oh, for all the Jim Davis fans out there that listen to this podcast. What would be uh, what's what's yours, my love? What would what would you want to be? I'm glad you asked, Alex. <laughs> 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 I already asked you. <laughs> I, I don't have a good answer. Um, I like those inflatable dinosaur costumes, and you maybe would, because I'm I'm really cheap, <laughs> I would have like all of the creativity in the world to make a good costume, but I don't want to spend like a hundred bucks. So for freezies, I just want one of those. I've seen what happens when you get to like. Uh, be as anonymous as possible. Like you would cause sheer havoc in that T-Rex Everybody costume. Like everyone that dresses <laughs> up as Deadpool <laughs> and then turns into like a little deviant. Yeah, it's like you go to a Comic Con and everyone's dressed like Deadpool, and it's like who's the most quirky off? Uh, with everyone trying to be the most Deadpool, Deadpool, and then everyone stops caring after a while. I'll put a Deadpool mask on the dinosaur costume. <laughs> that would be fantastic. <laughs> and we have found the most Deadpool, Deadpool. <laughs> that really is, yeah. Speaking of shirtless, you have this shirtless tiefling with a star tattooed in the middle of his chest. Inside that star is a goat's head, a familiar symbol left behind from before. He uh, was sweet-talking your good friend Poe after you came into the Tower of Estrad, the last known stronghold of the Templars. Unfortunately... Poe, playing some Call of Cthulhu over here, real good at the fast talk. Walking around, not answering questions, went straight up asked. So, can I have a fast talk? Giving him the runaround. Real double talk there. So, Faxon called for Errol to come downstairs, cast a spell on him, but didn't work. And now Errol is painfully aware of what's going on down here while Poe watches his two best friends, I assume, about to, to duke it out. Yeah, so as soon as Errol comes on the stairs and kind of feels the spell get cast on him and he shakes it off, he looks at Faxon and says, don't, don't think I didn't feel you rooting around up there. And then he turns his head and looks up the stairs that he just came down and he calls up Oi, Tammy Hello, Lillian Faxon wants to see you and then he turns back and looks at Faxon and he points his axe at him and he says you fucked up and you're gonna pay for it Is that all free action? Because that was like more than six seconds, right? (laughs) (laughs) He can speak fast. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he took his entire action with that small speech. Uh, And Tammy's going to start running. Roll for initiative. So this is how this is going to work. Errol, Faxon, and Poe are all going to roll one set. 
and then I'm going to have the, the, the fine people upstairs roll their own set of initiative real quick. So, let's get that going. Oh, yeah. That is a 26. Got a 16. I'm, I guess I don't say that online. <laughs> 16. <laughs> a 16. Oh, can you do that for the rest of your... Uh... Tammy, what did you roll? Tammy got a 15. 15. Alu. 13. 13. Oh, Lillian Faye. I love him. He's trying to match your tone. I, I liked it. You did well. <laughs> <laughs> you matched it perfectly. Oh, thank you. Um, what'd you get? <laughs> I love it. Okay. I, I didn't hear that part. I just thought you went, Lillian Faye. You just said your name back. Oh, <laughs> Please start introducing yourself yeah, in that's character. Uh, 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 Lillian Faye. <laughs> it's like the ma'am. That's not like answer. Elvis accent. Uh huh. Uh huh. Lillian Faye. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Errol, with your axe pointed. This is your turn first. Uh, he's gonna do a forehand action to charge. Lowering that sweet, sweet AC. I don't think Charge does that. Bull Rush does that. Nope, Charge does. Does it? Yep, it does, because it allows you to move and attack in the same turn. Well, then I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to move in and attack. <laughs> Can you do a flavor charge? A flavor charge. charge. Flavor. Charge Head down. Charges are really only for when you can't close the distance in a single move action. It lets you do a double move and attack. Yeah. And then it lowers your AC. Okay. Well, then I'm just going to... Fla- flavor charge. Flavor charge. Flavor charge. Natural 19 for a 24 to hit. 24. <laughs> Hits. What? Five points of damage. Five points of damage. This happens. Faxon just goes, Oh, it seems that our friend is quite angry. Wouldn't you agree, Poe? He takes a five-foot step to the side. He extends a single finger and points it right at your head. Roll me a fortitude save, please. Dits up for Errol. Oh, okay. Errol, roll me a fortitude save. All right. Is this a spell or spell-like ability? Uh, it is a spell. Well... That's a 22. A 22. You're okay. <laughs> Woo! A spell or spell? Any spell or spell-like ability? Yeah. For my dwarven trait, Hardy, I get a plus two racial bonus on saving throws against poisons, spells, and spell-like abilities. I mean, it's a spell, so that definitely counts. <laughs> <laughs> and I also rolled a natural 14, and my fortitude's plus six. So yeah, that probably didn't matter. A lot of heavy stuff happening <laughs> there. Well done, well done. Wait, 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 wait. Talent up the mess. That checks out. Knock <laughs> <laughs> out. Oh, it is, uh, it is your turn watching what you assume your two best friends duking it out for some reason. Guys, you got to get down here. It's the huge. They're always <laughs> fighting, and it's going to be a good one. <laughs> Typical. Typical. No, nobody can see, but Poe's just walking around <laughs> yeah, the room casually. casually. Walking around. Yeah, so Poe <laughs> casually walks. Double moves. Double moves behind the uh, fan tan and plops down in a chair. Feet go up, and he's ready for this entertainment. Are you just super <laughs> excited that you get to Dude. like actual role play how you'd want to in battle? So jazzed. <laughs> you gonna bring out like a bucket of dates to munch on? All right. It is the first cultist turn upstairs, just being a little bit quicker. They run up within ten feet, raise a glaive high above their head, seeming stronger for some reason, then they have any right to be bringing it down on Tammy. 
Natural one. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> God. Should I give you my special dice? <laughs> uh, this is what I get. For, for the people at home, I was like, oh, if anyone dies, you all should roll up some characters just in case. This is the karma of me saying any of that. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh. That's uh, a two. I dropped my weapon. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reflex save to avoid, though. Oh. So it's a reflex save against your AC. So let's see what the uh, the old reflex save will be. I have a minus one to reflex <laughs> Ah, natural 16, 15. Does that beat your AC? No. She. Oh, 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 oh. I got it, y'all. And she holds on to it just fine. Tammy, it is your turn. So if I try to move, that would be an attack of opportunity, right? Um, yeah. Unless you want to take a five-foot step. But it's, I can only take a five-foot step. Or the withdrawal. Full withdrawal, yeah. Um... I mean, if I do a full withdrawal, can I go on the stairs? <laughs> yeah, you can. Full withdrawal just means that you you leave intending only to move. You do not get an attack of opportunity out of the first square that you leave. And so as long as you stay outside of like the reach or breadth of the attack, you'll be fine. Okay. So I'll do that, and I will... So full withdrawal is double move? Mm-hmm. All right. People can just count. I'm going to try to get on the stairs but not be seen by the bad guy. All right, I'll let you. I'll let you run out, and I'll, I'll move to Alu. Alu, it is your turn. You're standing on the stairs. You are from where you are because you're like mid-step. You are low enough that you can't see anything above your eye line. Correct, and I'm high enough where I can't see anything below. Correct. Yes, exactly. You're like kind of dead between. Okay. Um, so I will have heard Errol's call. So I think I would head back down the stairs. Um, Harold calls for aid. Yeah. <laughs> so, and Alu will answer. <laughs> so I'll you come back down. <laughs> um, come back down the stairs, which I think this is the equivalent yep. of 10. Um, and then I guess here I could get a clear shot. Yep, you definitely could. All right. Um, I'll see that Errol and shirtless guy number two are <laughs> locked in combat. So I'll take a shot at him with radiance. Shot, shot. That's uh, cracked. It's cracked, right? Yeah. Son of a. That's cracked. <laughs> Can it, it be? Is Four, not. It's 14. Oh, that's still pretty good. 14's a miss. Crime not good enough, face. Woody. Uh, Lillian, it is your turn. Uh, does that wall on the stairs go all the way up? Uh, it does. So okay. you'd have to walk around. Uh, I mean, okay, I mean, like, where Tammy is, can she see the people downstairs, or does that wall go all the way up? It goes all the way up. Basically, okay. you can't see anyone until you get to the very bottom of the stairs. Right. okay. Then Lillian's going to double move. All right, Lillian double moves, um, closing in. So go ahead and move as much as you need to, Lillian. All right, so the other cultist moves, going to double move to try to catch up with Tammy. Why are you carrying salt on your back? Who would do <laughs> A that? barrel of salt. Where did you get that? I know. I thought I had the only one. Do you not? I thought it was a just me. Um, the stairs are a bit screwy, but they're going to stop there and they're going to swing their glaive. Watch out, Tammy. He has the high ground. Oh no! <laughs> no. I rolled another natural one. <laughs> oh, yeah. What the how? fuck? These cultists suck. You like suck. roll rock <laughs> die oh. to figure out which one was going to be. 
<laughs> I knew it was too good to be true. Good God. All right, here we go on that table. Roll the three. Leave yourself open. That's a minus two to their AC. Four. Four rounds. <laughs> oh, my. A 1d4. All right. Whatever. This is nonsense. This combat's pointless. Who cares? Errol, it's your turn. Uh, can we take a quick pause? Do we know about that? Uh, so Tammy would. Okay. So, like, she watches this person swing a glaive, and, like, it slams into the wall, and it, like, sends Shiver, and she tries to take the glaive back out and just pulls something. She can't move as quickly. She looks off. And then you hear, like, clinking of things, and then you hear Tammy laughing really loud. Like, <laughs> Sorry, how does Tammy laugh? Alex did it. <laughs> you did it, too. <laughs> Anyways, we snap back to reality. Whoop, there goes Errol. Errol. <laughs> uh, five foot steps into range of Faxon. Yells at Poe. Get off your ass. Help us. Ooh. And then takes a swing at this tiefling again. Oh, that was almost a natural 20. Uh, that's a 13. 13. 13 is not a natural 20, and it misses. <laughs> if yeah. you yelled at Poe, is that like a charisma check? Yeah, so I I also Ooh. said something to Poe, though. I was like, looks like our friend's acting up. And so what I'll do for everyone at home, just to make things a little more dynamic, I'm going to give Errol one opposed diplomacy check to my bluff check. Whoever rolls higher convinces um, Poe of the truth. Either Poe stays impartial or he joins the fight. What'd you roll for your diplomacy? I'm gonna see if you wanted to I'm waiting. Die. I want to hear that die hit that tray. What'd you roll? 14. 12. Oh! Yeah! <laughs> Poe, get off your ass. Natural <laughs> Oh, I have a oh. negative one. Wow. <laughs> he has a plus seven <laughs> to bluff. Uh, Poe is unconvinced. It's okay. It's not like you're in perfect flanking range right now. Um, all right, Errol. You, you watch as your words seem to get through to your casual friend who's sitting there, arms up, feet out in front. It is now Faxon's turn. He... Outstretches a single hand and touches you in the middle of your breastplate, right in the middle of your Saren Ray symbol. Roll me a will save. Is that a spell or spell like a pill? <laughs> it is a spell. Oh, no. 15? Fail. Oh. oh! You take a minus four penalty on all attack rolls. What? Saves, ability checks, and skill checks. Oh. As he says these simple words, big strong man, nothing can slow you down except for your lack in faith. And this curse rips through your body. Poe, it is your turn. Uh, Poe takes five feet to stand up, question mark. To stand up, it is... It's an... A move action to stand up? Um, I believe it's a move action. Yeah, I think it but is. What if he's sitting in a chair and not on his back? Roll me, <laughs> roll me a d100. 50, I'll treat it as prone rules. 51 and above. What about like a 75-25? No, I'm going to go 50-50 <laughs> here. I'm going I'm to good old DM these rules. Straight shot. Uh, zero, zero? That's Counts as a zero? 100. Ah! 
You take half your movement for that initial action. <laughs> Poe stands up for half his <laughs> movement and uh, here's the mistake, Faxon. None of my friends are that nice. <laughs> and then oh, <laughs> moves and draws his weapons. Thank you, B-A-B. And uh, goes for that good old piercing damage with his short sword. Stabby stab. Roll to attack. Don't forget the flanking. Yay. And I'm flanking, mother trucker. <gasps> A natural 20. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> <laughs> you sucker. Okay, let's see about that. You do not her. double your sneak attack damage before you get too excited. I All right, know, roll to confirm, please. Uh, it's pretty decent. 17 plus 5 plus 2. <laughs> that confirms. Yes. That's yes. 17. Yes. Um, all right. All right. All right. All right. Hit that ladies. crit table. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Piercing. Thank you, Paizo crit deck. Critical threat deck. Uh, guarded strike. Deal double damage and plus four to your AC uh, for one round. Fuck. That's so <laughs> great. And, and we do exploding dice, don't we? For we natural do 20s, indeed. Yeah. For do natural twenties. Anytime you get a six. <laughs> so not double damage, not, not for your Continue. precision damage. So my precision, stealth. Not for your stealth damage, exactly. Stealth is precision damage. Okay. Um. So double damage, I roll my standard twice. Yep. I don't just double it. Yep, exactly. Um, so I should just get that other D6 out. <laughs> so many sixes, right? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one's oh, a six. Goes, oh, my God. Yay. <laughs> why, God, why? More sixes, more. <laughs> okay, deal. Uh, 12 plus 7 is a 19. Damn. Yes. Damn. Yay. You watch your friend say these unkind and cruel words to your other friend. You snap out of it, realizing that you've been manipulated, and without any kind of real words from Poe for once, he just takes both of his swords and stabs him into his back. Well, I mean, I guess he said that phrase, but the phrase that Poe said, he stabbed him into his back, and he looks bad. All right, it is the other cultist's turn now. The one at the top of the steps, it's going to move... And as it moves, it's going to take out its scythe and swing at Tammy. 20 to hit. <gasps> Ooh, that hits. Eight points of damage as she sinks the scythe Ouch. between your shoulder blades. Yeesh. Tammy, it is your turn. I'm getting pissed. I want to help my friends. Uh, which I can't do because I'm stuck in the staircase. With you want to rage? Oh wait, wrong character. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Well, she's wow. Yeah. I hope when someone else's character dies that I can wait an appropriate amount of time and then make jokes about their expense. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Tune so in next saying, time. Yeah, so you're saying it's been an appropriate amount of time? <laughs> yes. It's free jokes? There we go. Um, yes. That's what I was saying. So, question. Um, are they wearing metal armor? Hmm. Oh, they are. They, they are. are indeed. I believe they are wearing. Yep, they're wearing masterwork chain shirts. Perfect. All right. But you Tammy. all would know because you picked they've picked apart their bodies multiple times at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Gets like struck in the shoulder, and she's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then she reaches out. I'm gonna get that on a T-shirt for you. Just, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? 
Is it an aberration? <laughs> We're going to have so many t-shirts. I know, I'm right? so excited All about it. All of a sudden, our cease and desist letter. Right. <laughs> and she reaches out her scaly, clawed hand, and she touches, we'll just say, the shin of the cultist, <laughs> and uh, tries to apply shocking grasp. Oh, boy. It's okay. Their touch AC is super high. No, it's not. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Confirm. Am I going to drop my hand if I? <laughs> he lops off your hand with a sight. <laughs> There's all kinds of fun magic fumbles. Seven. Oh, hold on. Hold on. I got to add Team things hopefully? to it. 20. 20. Okay. Okay. You are good. You do not confirm that fumble. Ooh. You also do not dispel the spell. You miss as they move their feet back and forth quite quickly. And your hand. <laughs> They're like dancing like a little shuffle step. Well, it's like. Fast feet, fast feet. Well, you went, man, fuck. And then they knew you were coming for them. So they just took one step slightly back. <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck's wrong with that thing? Um, <laughs> then they punt you down the stairs. <laughs> Gross. And just kicks you down the stairs. Alu, it is your turn. Unless, uh, Tammy, do you want to take a five foot step or anything? Yeah, this seems like a great idea, Alex. I'd love to do that. <laughs> Thank you, Alex. I would love to do that. <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad you mentioned that because that's exactly what I was going to do. <laughs> it's like you're a mind reader. <laughs> uh, Alu, it is now your you turn. You don't do that for me. <laughs> no, I don't. Speaking of, I'm uh, trying to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Speaking of five-foot steps, um, do I have a clear shot of him from this position at the bottom of the You stairs? do. Absolutely, okay. you do. So... I'm actually not going to take a five-foot step. I'm just going to do rapid shot. Nothing? You're going to do nothing. That's so nice of yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, I'm crazy. So yeah. You're going to yeah. delay? What? <laughs> Indefinitely? <laughs> no, they got this. Flavor delay? What does that mean? All right. So the first shot is natural 18, so that's a 25 to hit. Bink. Yeah, that hits. Eight points of damage. Get him. How do you do this, buddy? Oh, yeah! Oh. <laughs> Um, so I see Errol and Poe and, uh, you know, fighting him. And meanwhile, I see him having reached out to Errol and this like unholy curse it really grinds my gears, you know? So <laughs> it really grinds take my it. Gears. And uh, when I shoot the arrow, I aim specifically at his, uh, little goat head tattoo on his chest and nail it right through the middle of the star through the head of the goat. It nice. goes through his chest. He looks down. This is not how it was supposed to go. And he falls over, <laughs> bleeding out and dying on the floor. Um, so if that's the case, I guess if I've already activated my rapid shot, and if I killed a mid-rapid shot, does yeah. that just end the turn? Yep. Okay. Uh, no, you can shoot him again, because he's... <laughs> oh, yeah. You can... That's an instant crit if you hit him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, could have grabbed his ass. Kill him. He's yeah. lying down because he fell to the ground unconscious. So that will. But if you hit him, it's an it's an instant crit. Okay. It is. I'm gonna play coup de gras, coup de gras rules here, but because it's range, it gets a little fucky. Yeah. Um. But if you manage to roll the AC, you just kill him, or you, I assume, kill him. We'll find out. Yeah. With your okay. times three crit. So do I roll? Sorry to. Hit. Yeah, just roll the hit. Yep. And he just gets a in addition to his AC. Two. Uh, Stop using so that die. Put that in the jail. This one it rolled did him good last yeah. time. Swallow it. So that's a, that a nine. Wow. Nine. Yeah, so you... You'll see it in a week. <laughs> and That'll an, give it a lesson. <laughs> it's an additional minus four because he's prone. Um, so you, you take a shot real quick. He goes down, excited, hand maybe trembling. You grab your arrow, 
quivering and it shoot just above him. Lillian, it is your turn. Okay, Lillian's going to see that Tammy got hurt a little bit um, when she ran past her on the stairs. <laughs> Tammy's technically right next oh, to her. Oh, yeah, she is. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Um, cool. So she's going to reach out and cast Mage Armor on Tammy. Ooh. Nice. Thank you. All right, so you add a, a sweet, sweet plus four to her AC. Yeah, and then Lillian's going to five-step to get out of the way. Nice. So Lillian five foot steps out of the way. The coldest at the top of the stairs wants to get to Tammy, but with the stairs being as they are, can't do so easily. She's going to move next to her friend, and she's going to get a squeezed, but yeah, still able to reach out with her glaive and is going to try with a minus four to attack. Natural 19. <gasps> Glaives only. Crit on 20s. Ooh. Uh, but I mean, yay. Scythe is 19 to 20. No, it's not. That Scythe is times four oh, is 20. It? Oh, yeah. Scythe. I, oh, sorry. I thought... Never mind. You're good. What's um, your final number? I was thinking it's... <laughs> <laughs> My final number is 21. Oh, shit. Even with Mage Armor? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a high hit. Yeah. Um, so she brings it down, even though she's in an awkward position, reaching out, trying to get to you for 12 points of damage. Damn. Bringing that glaive right into your side. Errol, you just hear that, mm, fuck, but this time it sounds different, <laughs> like you've been stabbed by some sort of pole arm. <laughs> a different kind of mm, fuck. Yeah, indeed. What does that mm, fuck sound like? Ah, what the fuck? Mm, <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Ah, what the fuck? I've been practicing at night with Alex. It's terrifying. <laughs> I just wake up in the middle of the night just hearing her. It's okay. I practice voices around Crystal. And she always goes, what was that? And I always just go, nothing. Don't listen to me. <laughs> just get really defensive. It's <laughs> pretty adorable. Nothing. Don't listen to me. It's all fine over here, love. <laughs> Well, let's see. <laughs> Trying to think if... If you want, you can move 20 feet, and I will let you attack Tammy. Okay. Okay? Yeah, attack. that's great. <laughs> okay, perfect. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny. <laughs> I hate goblins. <laughs> you really do. Can, you, can he grab her and just throw her behind us? <laughs> I can. I can try, try a CMB on her and relocate her. <laughs> Is that like an action now? Goblin, Goblin toss. toss. <laughs> Goblin toss. It was Paul's I level I four. Feet. At level three, before there was a goblin in the party, and I was like, that's specific, but okay, Paul. <laughs> Chris and I were working behind the scenes on the next character. Sons of bitches. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, Well, everybody's still by the door, so there's nothing I can really do. Um... I'm just going to coup de grab this fucking guy. Okay. Go ahead and roll that critical damage, please. Okie dokie. I was just doing the range stuff just because. Yeah. yeah. Woo! Probably dead. Um, that is 20 points of damage. Somehow he's even stronger. No, he's super <laughs> dead. Uh, you bring your axe down and separate his head clean from his shoulders. I'd say, I'll teach you to kiss me, you piece of shit. And he's going to move towards. Did you include the minus four that you have to your attack? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I And then did. I'm just going to move over here. Okay. Just prepare for when the cultists come down the stairs. All right, Errol moving into position. Poe, it is your turn. 
He charmed me, not you. He's going to take his sword, put it through his belly button, and slide it up to try to one-up Errol. Then pop through the What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) So you move from navel all the way through collarbone, separating the cartilage between the ribs and the sternum, opening them up. And he's still dead. (laughs) (laughs) What? But his tattoo is way worse than before. Before it had like a little hole. Now it's like completely ruined. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) He sits back down, kicks his feet up. (laughs) (laughs) The other cultist moves close again, no longer squeezing, raising a scythe. This times four critical weapon. (gasps) Are you serious? Above their head. He's not going to That's if he crits. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Does no, it, it hasn't hit you yet. It hasn't hit you yet. It just has the potential to. If it got a 20. Natural one. Say it. It's 12. <laughs> <laughs> that was really anticlimactic. As all of my storytelling goes. <laughs> so she swings at you, and I assume it just ding, comes off of this <laughs> weird force field of armor. Um, Tammy, it is your turn. Hands still crackling with this electrical energy. And she goes, ha ha, <laughs> stupid piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting real gross. I can't t- seem to imagine what you mean. And she reaches out her hand to touch its toe. <laughs> Bing. I'm sorry, she's angry right now. Um, yikes. Good uh, yikes, bad yikes. Whoop, we'll say <laughs> 12 to touch AC. That hits. Oh, yes! Yeah. Seven damage. Seven damage. So this power arcs from yourself into them, burning and searing their skin. But they're still standing. Ah, and then I go, help. <laughs> Alu, it is your turn. Don't you want to take that five-foot step? Yes, I do. Thank you very much. <laughs> like, See, I, I remind, too. I reminded her once. I wasn't going <laughs> to so do it again. So much <laughs> I Although I guess if I ferry people along, that's still on me. Whatever, uh, Lillian. Like I don't. I guess <laughs> Wait, I'll do Alou it didn't right go. there. I there mean, didn't he though? <laughs> <laughs> didn't uh, he? <laughs> it is uh, Alou's turn. Yes. Um. So I think I don't really have. I don't. I do not have a shot. Correct. You do not have a shot from there. You can move into melee though. Uh, Dude, do it. Send it. Uh, I'm going to. Uh, Cast Lay on Hands on Tammy real quick. Give her a little Ooh, bit of healing. Thank you. Three points of healing. And then uh, Alu's going to take a five-foot step diagonally backwards. Errol, get in there. You have your full movement. You know that, right? I know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a shot either way. Yeah. Lillian, it is your turn. Uh, okay, does Lillian have a clear shot from where she is? Uh, they're going to have partial cover. So I'm going to give them a plus two to their little AC there. But you do have a shot. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. So she's going to try out this aggressive thundercloud. Which one do you want to hit? The one in front or one in back? Um, I will hit the one in front. One in front. 16 against that will save. Okay, plus spell level, so that is 16. So she passes for half. She passes. Yes. The cultist. The cultist passes, yeah. On a tie for DCs, the person, just like ACs, wins. She gets three points. Three points. Electricity (laughs) damage. She gets three points of electricity damage. So 
All right, you deliver this damage to the cultist up front. She's looking pretty worse for the wear. The one cultist reaches out behind her, and the DM, hoping to remember her voice, goes, I must flee, sister. I must warn them of these heroes. And she full withdraws, escaping the Tower of Estrad. Errol, it is your turn. Errol is going to move around the corner of the base of the stairs, which puts him right next to that cultist, and take a nice little swing. Oh, natural one. Oh. I haven't gotten one of those in a while. Yippee! All right. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Ooh, that is not good. A good That's a, a bad confirmed good. fumble. <laughs> What's the number? Three. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. I rolled a natural one and then a natural two. Oh, and that minus four is probably yeah. crushing you right now. Roll me a, a D10, please. Okay. Okay. Two. Two. You oh. drop your weapon. I Reflex think. save to avoid. It's minus four to that, too. Yeah, right. Yep. It is. Woo! All right, this die is getting swallowed. It is a... What? <laughs> That's the dice jail. You have to teach it a it's lesson. my stomach. We have a dice jail. Nope. <laughs> uh, that's a five fail. Five fail. You you reach out. Your axe slips out of your hand. Poe, it is your turn. Poe is emotionally stunted, oblivious to what's going on. He has will damage. And right now, he just has his short sword in between the cultist's toes. If he's shirtless, he's assuming he's... Uh, you mean Faxon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's shirtless, he's assuming he, that he's also shoeless. He's just humming to himself. The toe bone's connected to the ankle bone. He has shoes. And he's just cutting right through those shoes. <laughs> From in between the toe up to the ankle bone. He's emotionally stunted, raged. He's enraged. Because he was m- manipulated. Yeah. No, that's that's not that's not bad. Um, all right, it no, is. That's, that's very bad. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's for, just fucked right. up. <laughs> for y'all, it's for so me, bad. that is amazing. Um, it is the other cultist's turn. She looks at her cohort running as fast as she can, and she just goes for Discari, and. This energy rips out of her body. And I need Errol, Tammy, Lillian, Alu, and Poe all to roll me a will save, please. Whoa. What about Faxon? (laughs) I'll have Faxon's head roll one and his body (laughs) roll the other. Separately. And then his toe bones roll another one. Uh, You said a will save? Yes, please. Woohoo! Poe's ready to send that with a three. I got a two. I got um, an adjusted, I guess, an adjusted seven. I got an adjusted seven as well. Yay. I got an 18. 18, Poe. Woo. Three. Two. 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 Errol. 14. 14. Alu and Errol, you're fine. You two take three points of damage from this negative energy. That permeates walls? Yeah. Dang it. It's 
channeling energy, bro. Wait, are you rolling it or am I rolling it? I already rolled it. Everyone, oh. you all, oh. the three of you cool. take six points of damage. Cool, cool. Couscous. Oh, man. Rat net. The fighting continues onwards. Tammy, it is your turn. Tammy is fucking pissed. And she takes a free action to say, I, I think I'm about to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> and then she channels potent magic and uses magic missile. Eight damage. Eight damage. This cultist releases this wave of negative energy, and in doing so, three missiles find her mouth, eyes, and nose, and obliterate her skull, and she falls to the ground dead. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Elu, it is your turn. Um, so at this point, the other cultist was making a run for it too, right? Yep. You can try and catch her, but yeah. chances are she'll be long gone too soon. I think I might just double move and just try to keep up. All right. Um, so I'll, I'll figure that out here in just a second. Lillian, it is your turn. Um, okay. How high does the banister go on that first floor? Like, do you have to be at the top of the stairs to see her? Yes. Or just at the top. Close to the top. Lillian's going to run after. Oh, one, two, three, four, five, six. That would put, put me here. Would I be able to... S- oh. What happened? Oh, okay. Um, would I be able to see her from there? Uh, no. You, yes. It depends on what, you ca- what are you casting. I wanted to cast Slip. Sleep. That <laughs> oh, yep, I thought it you was can do that. Yeah. 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 That would be yeah. so cool. Give him the slip. So what is the uh, what's the save on that one? Um, it is a will. Natural nineteen on that will save. Oh, you cast oh, will and it hits her in the back, and she uh, stumbles for a second, regains her composure and starts moving again. It is her turn, and she's going to run out the door into the night, moving four times her normal movement. I thought they closed that door. She bursts it open in front of her. Indeed, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh. she does. <laughs> Using flavor okay. bursts. This is what we'll do. Flavor door open. <laughs> Luke can chase her out into the night if he wants. I'll let him do that. But no one else really has a chance of catching her right I now. I certainly don't. You certainly don't. Neither does Tammy. Poe is... Disarticulating a corpse downstairs. He just got hit by negative energy. His rage is continuing, (laughs) and now he's pissed at the next thing that hit him. Tammy? (laughs) (laughs) God damn it, Tammy. What? (laughs) So, Alu, do you want to pursue by yourself? Uh, uh, Yes. He's just trying to freak you out. You'll be fine. (laughs) Probably. Holler to Nikki. Oh, yeah, where is Nikki? He's unconscious in the cart because you still haven't oh, healed yeah. us. <laughs> we we refused to well, heal We have him. healed, but he keeps knocking himself He's out. No. We played no. rock, paper, scissors. scissors. You stabilized him and then didn't give him any extemporaneous healing, even when I made mention of it multiple times. No, we you played rock, paper, scissors, and he won <laughs> to go in for the fight. You could call to Nikki. As you do, you hear the slight sound of someone snoring in your cart unconscious. <laughs> But this comes down to one simple question, Lou. Are you going to let this evil 
cultist escape you? Do you think you can go toe to toe with her? Oh, no doubt. <laughs> Please. No doubt. But, no doubt uh, Please. but obviously running out into the night with, you know, other evil out there, no one really around. It's probably fine. Um, I think I'm not going to not going to chase. She runs away. You hear her boots slapping against the cobblestones outside. Water having recently fallen from the heavens above. And you just hear, they're here and they're going to try and stop us. As it trails off and her yells and screams continue to echo throughout the evening. You all are out of combat. What do you do? I need some healing. <laughs> some magical healing. Magical <laughs> healing. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is part of our flow play. <clears throat> Don't step on it, Paul. <laughs> uh, I will. I'll hit you with the a cure light, and I'm gonna empower it for you. Oh. Hey yo. That is uh, 15 points of healing. Holy moly. How are you doing now? More. <laughs> More. So, uh, I feel like More. if I were to count, I would have nine HP I could heal. <laughs> I have some potions. Gave me some of them sweet, sweet potions, girl. Toss her a moderate cure wounds. It nope. smashes. <laughs> <laughs> I will heal you again so you don't have to drink that potion. Uh, that is seven points. I'll take it. And then I toss it back to her. Smashes that time. <laughs> you pick up the shards of glass and just huck them a little farther. <laughs> um, we got this. Well, I'm gonna pick up my axe, begrudgingly. Like nobody saw that. <laughs> Alu and Lillian definitely saw that. I saw that. <laughs> you saw nothing. Um, and then I'm gonna go investigate. Um. Faxon's body in this room, and there's also some double doors over here. So, yeah. So you find a key ring on his body. It has two keys. Okay. Uh, as well, you find a morning star, a heavy crossbow with twelve bolts, bracers, a cloak, and that seems to be it. Oh, and you also find a wand. Uh, detect magic to see which of those are magical. You detect magic from the bolts, the bracers, oh. the cloak, and the wand. Holy <laughs> what? The wand? What? What? That's, no, that's that just, just a stick. stick. <laughs> but as you detect magic, you feel it coming, emanating from the other side of the door. Okay. Um. Shall we do a spellcraft check? Yeah, I'm going to do a spellcraft on these items. That is a 21. 21. So that is 12 crossbow bolts that are plus one. Ooh. Bracers of armor, plus Ooh. one. Cloak of resistance, plus one. Nice. And a wand of cure, moderate with nine charges. Sweet. You also find a morning star, 
that is not magical. Okay. And the heavy crossbow isn't either. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, I'm going to relieve him of all of those and put them on immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Bracers, nope. Nope. cloak of resistance. We're like, Errol, did you find anything? And nope, he's like, nope, 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 nope. He's putting on the bracers. <laughs> <laughs> click, click. Um, Before you go to open the door, Poe is still enraged and walks up to kick it open. You kick it open. The heavy wooden doors with the iron rivets in them <laughs> give slightly underneath your foot, but remains sealed Poe in defiance. falls on his ass. He's like... Okay, I, I'm I'm a little less mad now. And you take <laughs> four points of non-lethal Tammy damage. Tammy will walk and then up he's and like, guys, I'm hurt. <laughs> Tammy will walk up to see if it looks like a key goes in the door. It does. <laughs> <laughs> the guys, this works like doors do. <laughs> Errol's Errol's still kneeling down, like taking items that's, off of Faxon, and he just reaches up and like dangles the keys. Like that's that keen on, wizard and witch's eye from all those years of <laughs> academic study of them being like, "Hey, a key goes here." <laughs> yeah. Perception. Ah. <laughs> Give me um, those keys. All right, so he throws them at you. She drops them. <laughs> Hits you in the face, and you take face shatter. <laughs> two points of non-lethal damage. There's two feet over her head, and he's like, ah, "Fucking goblins." <laughs> so, anyways, I'm gonna take. Try the two keys in the door. You try the first key, and wouldn't you know it? Just like always, it's not the one that you're supposed to use. Ah. And then you try the second key, and that one doesn't seem to work. But it's then like you go back USB. to the first key, and it uh, works great. They, it's like oh, a USB for it. USB <laughs> like, hex. Nope. Nope. Ah, third time. You hear the heavy tumblers of the lock give way as the door swings open. In front of you, there's a semicircular room that has been outfitted with numerous demonic decorations. The green glass lanterns hanging on the wall give the room an eerie glow. A brazen minotaur's head hangs from one wall above an altar covered with wavy bladed knives and curved bull's horns. While star-shaped symbols in red decorate other walls, a large wooden chest sits near the western entrance. The western part of the entrance, excuse me. Can you reveal that on the map for us? I will. Thank you, so. I'm just going to be like, hmm, probably some traps in here. I think while Errol was taking the time to investigate uh, Zaxar's body or whatever his name was. Faxon. Faxon. Um, Lillian was kind of looking around upstairs as well. So. All right. There's not much up there. There seems to be all these bedrolls of basic supplies that they have put together. When you all walked in, you received much the same. Very mundane rations with these kind of hard-hewn leather bedrolls. Mm. Uh, and there seems to be about 20 in this cubby system. In addition, you find the body of the felt cultist, but little else. Everything of import has either been removed from the room or has been destroyed or broken in whatever happened in the raids. Okay, I feel dissatisfied, but like there's not really much else I can do about it, so she's going <laughs> to head downstairs. Um, Alu's going to shout down, uh, Whatever got away, we do not have much time. So whatever you are doing, do it quick. We need to get out of here. Hello, this is going to piss you off, but there's like religious shit that's probably not of your kind, just so you know. Okay. I, <laughs> I know you hate bad religions and stuff, so I just thought I'd let you know. And Ironically, though, he loves the band. Bad religion. Ah. Yeah. 
Thanks, Paul. So, gonna be <laughs> I appreciate joke. you. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that, I told you what's happening. I don't know. Yeah, what else I'm to pretty tell much you. gonna stay guard and just have my bow drawn. If anything comes through that those doors that's threatening, I'm gonna shoot him. Cool. Where is the magic coming from in this room? It's coming from the brazen minotaur head right in the center of the room above that table that's clearly been used for sacrifice and then also from the wooden chest okay tammy's gonna outstretch her clawed hand onto errol's meaty calf and say i think we should check for traps and then turn around and look at poe yeah we both (laughs) turn around (laughs) poe kind of does a sit up but really slowly to accentuate his abs because he's still flat on his ass where'd you get baby oil (laughs) (laughs) he (laughs) he knows one cantrip and it's grease (laughs) (laughs) stop casting it on yourself (laughs) casting rage self that's it and and turn to lift scale he just loves passing He's shit using on his disguise check to change his eyes. <laughs> to add more grease. Oh, my God. He stands up and throws a dagger at the Minotaur skull. Uh, roll the hit. Okay. Not good. Uh, less than 10. Less than 10. You only needed a simple five. Okay. I got exactly a five. Perfect. So you clumsily throw a dagger, and it flies through the air wobbling a bit certainly not on point what you're used to but it does hit right on the nose of the brazen minotaur's head and it clangs off nothing seems to happen doesn't seem trapped guys he walks in he looks at the floor of the threshold of the door and (laughs) checks for traps seems really (laughs) metagaming so go (laughs) Uh, he gets a um a pretty high score, which is a 16 plus 4 plus 9. 29. Thank you. <laughs> you look around the room, and there doesn't seem to be any obvious traps, at least not to your eyes. He walks up to the chest and checks for traps on that bad boy. All right, go ahead and roll me another perception check. Uh, <clears throat> 12 plus 4 plus 9. It does not seem 25. to be with... At 25, Thank you. that there's a trap. He goes to the Minotaur's head and checks for a last trap, and it's another 29. Again, uh, <laughs> even you get really close to the head, kind of really scrutinizing all parts of it, because the last room you entered was absolutely full to the brim with traps, checking to see if there's any mechanisms, any kind of gears, actuations to the brazen head, and with your eyes really passing over it, taking care you are certain that it is safe to be there. Pick up my dagger. Guys, it's safe. Come on in. As you pick up your dagger, <laughs> oh no. you put it so easily into your sheath. You're like, did you guys see that? That, that was, was like dope, super guys. smooth. And that's all it had. It's like a chef at Benihana. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, and Errol, so for this like brazen head, is there... A knowledge we can roll on it? Are you entering the room? Yeah, I'm going to enter the room. Errol, as you enter the room, both Tammy and Poe are entering, kind of walking around, looking at stuff. As you enter, you feel this weight hang on you. Is it a barrel of salt? (laughs) It's like a religious barrel of salt. Oh, no. (laughs) The worst kind. (laughs) (laughs) But you, and you look at them and like you feel fatigued and you feel 
awful and you just feel off and you look to your compatriots and they're walking around like they aren't feeling this at all. And you look at the brazen head and like your eyes, it feels a little tough to look at it straight on, almost like looking at the sun. Something feels off about it. Go ahead and roll me a spellcraft on it. Okay. Ten. Ten. You can't quite place it. As you like look and think harder and deeper, you know it's the source of this this pain and this weight, but you, you don't know how or why. Can I quit looking at it? <laughs> you can, but the, the effect is in the room. The room itself oh. is what's pegging you and making you feel this Ooh. this heave of some sort of religious hatred. Any other time I'd say pegging is okay, but... No, I'm so sorry, Mom. I don't even know what it is, but I know that it's dirty. He's gonna, he's gonna jump outside and then back inside, then outside, then back inside, then outside. I feel bad. I feel good. I feel bad. I feel good. Lillian notices him jumping inside and outside. She's gonna be like, "Are you all right?" Uh, something in this room does not make me feel very well. Um. Someone should check that chest. I, I can't do it myself. And then he it's not the throws chest, up in the corner. The... No, I know, but there's magic items in it. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> He's a dwarf. He likes shiny what, magical what's the toys. Matter? I, I don't know. Some 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 force is preventing me from feeling good in this room. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. I <laughs> feel <laughs> like effective communication. Okay, she's going to try to like follow his line of vision, I guess, and <laughs> see if, and do like a spell check, I guess, to see if she can. Um, you detect magic. I'll let you just do that while he's being real cagey for some reason. Okay. And you feel magic <laughs> coming off of the chest, and you also feel it coming off of the bull's head in the Well, like, wall. I feel like I know what's going on, but I rolled a 10 spellcraft, so I feel like Errol wouldn't completely understand what's happening. So that's... Yeah. We bring uh, the head out of the room. Let's do some experiments. Well, first <laughs> I think Lillian's going to do a simple spell check experiment. Let's isolate one variable and then <laughs> change the really variable. need to hurry up. <laughs> oh. Oh, right. <laughs> spell. Go that, what, was that, what was that spellcraft, Lillian? That is a uh, 14. A 14. You're still unsure. I'm going to look and try to support Lillian, but not assisting, just doing a spellcraft check. <laughs> <laughs> Roll me a spellcraft check, Crystal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. 24. 24. <laughs> Lillian's looking at it probably pushing her hands around it, trying to figure it out, feeling this magical aura, but unsure of what's happening. Tammy was distracted before, looking at the different symbols painted on the walls, the various red stars, and she turns to see Lillian, and she outstretches her hand. She's like, wait, don't touch that. <laughs> what you see is a brazen head. It's a sacred object of the cult of Baphomet. Now, most brazen heads appear to be that of a minotaur, and this is the case here, but there are others that can be humans, animals, multi-paced demons, kind of whatever flavor they want. When mounted on a wall in an area sacred to Baphomet, the brazen head constantly breathes out invisible vapors that fill a 60-foot spread. An evil creature that is in this area gains the benefit of a blessed spell, but 
when in the area of an unhallowed spell cast by a worshiper of Baphomet, a brazen head can be used once per month to perform augury. Rumors exist of a more powerful brazen head capable of casting divination or even commune. This was behind a door before. So the the negative spells that kind of house inside this room were trapped, especially the vapor. But in this room as well, Tammy, is an unhollow spell that's been cast in addition to the brazen head. And that's what's really pushing down on Errol. And I communicate that to the rest of the team, Alex. Okay. So Tammy <laughs> communicates this to you. Poe kicks the chest open Link style. Oh, you go to kick the chest open and it tumbles on the ground because it's locked. Okay. <laughs> Poe. Errol picks his head and throws the key ring at you. <laughs> okay, deal. I was going to push the chest to you, but this is this is way more efficient. Thank you, Errol. And uh, open that chest. Put, put the key in two times. That 150%. USB nonsense. <laughs> you nail it first time, and you're like, Bad. I don't know why everyone has trouble with this, and you <laughs> open it. <laughs> so inside the chest, you see various things. First, you so quickly count 2,000. Oh, wait, 300. Can I, can I pause? <laughs> yeah. Poe realizes the urgency in uh, Alu's voice, and he just dumps it all into a backpack and doesn't even look what's in there. All right. Okay. Oh. Uh, and then oh, Poe, and having that Tammy knowledge conveyed to him goes and grabs the baphomet head and it comes off the wall with ease and he walks it out of the room hoping that that is the extent of the naughty naughty spell stuff and that this will stop the vapors coming out of its mouth as he walks out of the room with the head no longer interacting with that unhallowed spell errol feels the weight lifted from his shoulders let's do this guys alu <laughs> Where are you at? Marco Polo this shit. <laughs> Is there any way we Polo. can burn this place down or do anything like that? You'd imagine that there's enough like refuse, splinters, bits of wood around that you'd be like, able start to a good fire, start a explosive good fire barrels everywhere. <laughs> Polo looks Why are they all bright red? Yeah, what's this bright red barrel mean? Why did you guys not shoot at that? <laughs> what is Let's TNT? all exit the building at one time, like in a line, and as we're walking away, the explosion we'll just, behind us. Yeah. Yeah. Slow but motion. Before, I'm also going to take all this shit off the cultist. And, and check the desks and stuff. What if there's maps and stuff? You know. All right, so you grab all the stuff off the cultist. I'll say you do it unerringly. Uh, we'll check in with that along with the contents. Everybody, Tammy, Alu, Errol, and Poe leave in a single line. Lillian stacks up furniture, casting a magic spark, setting it alight, running out just in time to get you in a perfect five-abreast scenario as the explosion of the Tower of Estrad lights the back of you. Oh, shit, we didn't choose a song. Slow motion? Slow motion. What, what, what song? What you song? cast a seventh-level slow spell on yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... Uh, Press a digitation. I play ACDC in the background. Shoot to kill. Wait a thrill. Too many women want too many girls. And that's playing. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Wait a kill. And uh, you have exploded the last location of 
the known Templar bases. Does the force of the explosion blow Tammy over? You all die. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> turns out when you destroy a two-story building and you're only 10 or so feet away, that concussive force just turns your internal organs to absolute liquid. But we looked like total bosses doing it. You did. So I told you all to make new characters. <laughs> I didn't expect to bring them all five at once. So hard cut to the defender's heart where five heroes are waiting <laughs> in the wings. I have no material for the archive. <laughs> Shit, that was a different Nothing like a flavor TPK. <laughs> <laughs> I am brutal. Alex wanted so badly to kill us. I just uh, couldn't wait. Maybe you shouldn't have opened with two natural ones. Maybe I shouldn't have, Paul. <laughs> Whatever, enjoy your curse, dummy. Oh, <laughs> That oh, wow. is unending. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's a curse. <laughs> oh. Oh, sad. You're not going to feel better in two hours. You're going to feel just as bad. Mm. So you've made it out. What do you all want to do? I guess we should figure out what's going on with this curse. Take off this slow spell first. <laughs> no. oh. <laughs> Dispel it. Maybe on our maybe we can find something for him in the defender's heart. I mean, that seems like our best yeah. bet at this point. And then I'm going to coup de gras Nikki. <laughs> I think Rolled that's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> just, just gonna say. First, first Doug and then Nikki. <laughs> Doug's still alive. I have faith. <laughs> so, um, something about Nikki just does not sit well with Errol. <laughs> oh, sad. No, I'm just Errol kidding. doesn't like a lot of people. It's fine. Hey, that's true. Hey. <laughs> I mean, you've been doing kind of some messy stuff. Uh, you get in the cart, and you all want to head over to the Defender's Heart, I assume. Yeah. You load up. It takes you some time, uh, certainly longer than you thought it would. You keep coming across toppled buildings, these deep trenches, sheer walls of burning inferno. The city is in absolute disrepair. Five hours pass, six hours pass. The sun starts to sink low. Eventually, you see just off in the distance organized flames definitely torchlight, perhaps some sconces assembled on some walls, not the chaotic leavings of a building fighting back the rain or just burning for the sake of it that is until now blocked your way. You get closer and you see that it's an inn, but it's a large inn, certainly, and someone's assembled walls, at the very least at the front of them, these walls are tall, 10 or so feet, made of bits of stone, overturned carts, armor, a portion of it made up of the dead bodies of demons. As you approach, the squeaking wheels of the cart give way your very presence. You take a moment, consider whether or not you're supposed to go there, and then wave off the notion knowing that until now you've thought it a safe haven you continue forward get within 100 feet don't see anybody 50 feet nobody right as you cross the 20 foot line untold numbers of heads pop out arrows drawn ready to go a single man hand on a pole arm calls out from the top of the parapets Stop! Any further and you will die. Who are you and what is your business? So Lou will hold up his hands 
We are here to help. Silver Strong. Alu says the word, and all the arrows, and all of the bowmen lower. Oh, all right. We didn't know there was any more of us out there. I, I'm sorry. He slams his spear against the top of the parapet three times in this makeshift drawbridge. <laughs> falls in front. Standing there is a single figure. Tall, seven feet or so, stocky with golden armor and green skin. Uh, you can you can come inside and you'll be fine inside here. She waves you forward. As you approach, Nivia begins to stir. She looks and double takes seeing the golden clad warrior and leaves her crutch behind, hobbling, crawling, making her way as quickly as she can. You watch as the figure draws their sword ready for them to attack and then drops their shield and sword all in the same stroke, falling to the ground, catching her wife in her arms. Anivia begins to cry. My love, my life, I, I thought... I thought I had lost you. The scene fades. You all find yourself, after a time, putting the cart away, organizing yourselves, making your way through the Defender's Heart. It's a strange experience, full of people talking and joking in one side and the other. You see those with deep, unhealing gashes shivering cold holding themselves cursed a matter of ailments and injuries that seem to take up far more of the halls than they have any right to the city of Canabras has great healers surely they shouldn't be so afflicted this again is against the backdrop of people arguing over the simple price of bread daggers armor Eventually, Irabeth, Tirablade, shows you to your rooms, assigning you each to your own. Before she dispels you, it takes a moment. When, when you're ready, please come find me. Holding back some of the tears, she turns once more and thank you for bringing back my wife. I owe you a great debt. She stands up, shaking it off a little, and marches onwards. The room she'd shown you, there are five of them, a little more than mop closets, and let's be honest, they could have very well been mop closets at some point in time, but you can each tidily set yourselves up here. And we shall do so. <laughs> So you do. <laughs> um, but you guys have finally found your way to the Defender's Heart. So, Erebeth would love to see you. There's probably merchants around here if you want to talk or speak with them. What do you want to do? Um, for bookkeeping's sake, what was in that treasure chest that we hastily 
you spend some time going back through the treasures. Uh, You find 2,310 copper pieces. Uh, 759 silver pieces. That's better. 122 gold pieces. But damn! And (laughs) 11,000 Platinum. <laughs> oh, Alex, you should have. 11 platinum pieces. <laughs> there are also five silver holy symbols of Ioma Day. Oh. Let's do an appraise check on those, shall we? There's some sword. There's a sword. There's two scimitars. There's some fine silverware. And there seems to be a wand. As well as a box. And the box has on it a long leather strip. Okay. Um, yeah, let's do some detect magic on some of those items, and then uh, I'm going to sit down with Lillian and Tammy and spellcraft it. All right. Uh, well, Hello. Tammy, you said you wanted to roll an appraise check? Uh, yeah. And I, I guess a loo. <laughs> he throws him a holy symbol of Ioma Day and tells him to get lost. There's five of them. As he catches <laughs> the holy symbol of Ioma Day, the white paste that no one bothered to check for. Uh, just can you imagine? It's like twice. I'd be mad. Yeah, it would be too. <laughs> that was an 11 on the appraised check. This stuff is worthless. <laughs> oh. ah. Toss it in the garbage. You know what? It's fine. It's not that important. It's it's about 450 gold pieces for uh, that fine housewares. Silverware and whatnot. So you want to roll me some spellcrafts? Well, I, everyone's like spellcrafting, like waving their hands over <laughs> these things. And Poe's like sitting in the back with his short sword, like just cleaning out his fingernails. <laughs> yeah, what he we, would. What do we got? What do you got over there? Ooh, 24. 24. 10. 10. Uh, 17. 17. 9. 9. So Errol and Lillian... Don't know what the other two of you were doing. Notice easily that it, it's a masterwork longsword, two masterwork scimitars, a wand of blessed weapon with 18 charges, and a broken phylactery of faithfulness. Is that what was in the box? That is the box. So a phylactery is something you wear it on your forehead. It's a long leather strap mm-hmm. that you wrap, I think, all the way around your left arm, and it's meant for prayer. But in Pathfinder, it has magical stuff it can do, too. Sorry, you said it was a broken phylactery of... Faithfulness. Faithfulness. Um, do we know what it would take to mend it? Could you- we cast mending? <laughs> <laughs> Due to it being magical, mending would not enough. So this item is a tiny box containing religious scripture. The box is affixed to a leather cord and tied around the forehead and worn so that the box sits upon the wearer's brow. There is no mundane way to determine what functions this religious item performs until it is worn. The wearer of the flag tree of faithfulness is aware of all kinds of stuff that you would know until it's worn and fixed. One, two, three, not it. I think it's got to be fixed and then worn. It does. It needs, it requires to be, it has to be fixed by someone who has a craft wondrous item ability. Yikes. No one? Well, I know feet I'm taking next. No. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be totally In addition, (laughs) you also got from the cultist that you took all the stuff off of a potion of cure light wounds, a scroll of cause fear, a scroll of comprehend languages, 
another vial of unholy water, a masterwork chain shirt, masterwork glaive, masterwork scythe, dagger, spell component pouch, an unholy symbol of Descari, and 10 gold pieces. And that is your haul for the time being. Does that include our big old thing of Baphomet that I took off that wall? It does not. You need to roll, someone needs to roll another appraise check because Tammy's wasn't high enough. She knows what it does, but she's unsure of what you could get for it. 17. 11. 11. Oh, hey, I have that. You're still unsure. Guys, I got a 19. Poe <laughs> comes over and he's like, what is that worth? And you're like, well, we don't know. And he goes, I know. <laughs> it's, it's and he was holding it the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth about 6,500 gold pieces. Oh, my God. Wow. I'm so glad you took that. <clears throat> Guys, we're rich. <laughs> <laughs> this is worth about that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever he just said. Uh, I'd like to think there's bad. like a merchant next to us who's like, Hey, yeah, I'd buy that for six thousand. Blah blah blah. blah. And yeah, one guys, goes for the rules of the game. I'll buy it for three thousand two hundred and fifty. <laughs> I will pay exactly half of what it's worth. <laughs> I know these exact figures offhand. <laughs> okay. Um, and cool. just so you know, we know it's magical properties, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right. Um, and just so you know, I actually know this spell already. So. What spell? The Yagari spell that it can perform. Damn. Seems like you all are no, have no need for this terrible symbol. Hmm. But it makes me feel weird inside. <laughs> <laughs> and I might want to keep it. That and booze. You just go in and see Errol. He looks terrible. What are you doing? <laughs> Leave. Don't look at me. <laughs> I feel really tired. <laughs> um, okay. What What time is it? Is it like you'd say evening about time? Eight thirty or so, okay. eight or nine. Uh, it's definitely a little later. It you probably want to check with Irabeth before we go before to bed, you yeah. go to bed. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think after we all kind of settle in and kind of figure out what all of this crap is, um, maybe we'll meet back up in like a common common room or something. Yeah. There's a the tavern part of the inn still seems to be functioning though it's a little more of a shanty town than it once was with piecemeal stalls set up here and there that is, have emptied for the evening is there ale there is yes. there's ale and there's strong spirits though not many there are some you can for the first time since being in that strange strange place with that beautiful Stephen stone shredder get yourselves <laughs> a drink um so have we finished up appraising everything and looking at our collective inventory together? Is that what that means? Yes. Okay. Well, since Errol is carrying most of the stuff, Lillian's going to ask him. I saw there was a cloak that we got a minute ago. I was hoping to look at that in more detail. You actually have two unclaimed cloaks yep. of resistance. So... I Let's want get the that. black one. There's a black one, <laughs> and there's a navy blue one. <laughs> and then there's a Vanta black one. Ooh. Not three. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you make up new cloaks. I wear both the black ones. <laughs> <laughs> Front and back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just a moving shadow now. <laughs> All right, who wants it? 
I mean, obviously, everyone could use them, but... Yeah. I mean, everyone could use it, but, like, does Alu really need it? He's, like, bulletproof. That's true. I mean... Well, he also gets to add, like, his charisma to all of his saves, too, so that is... Yep. That's fair. So, let's get a count. Go ahead and say, I want it around the horn, and we'll see who wants what. I, mean, I want it. Nope. I, I would like one, but... Poe, would you like it? Nah. Tammy? I think I'm good. I don't think I have the right to claim a whole lot of stuff. All right, so you both get oh. a cloak of resistance plus one. Woo! Awesome. I'm um, taking the black one. Nope. We start tugging on it. <laughs> <laughs> and the navy woman just sits there. Fine. <laughs> All right. That one was on a dead person. <laughs> oh. 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 Hey. I, will, I will carry this burden. <laughs> Everyone else gets to make Are they jokes horribly about my dead character. So what do you all wish to do? I shall spend one of those many copper pieces on a drink. Yeah, I think I'm going to do the same. As you're going through spending your coppers, be uh, five coppers per drink here. Not a bad rate. Maybe a little high for the times, but We're, we'll get a pitcher. So you get a pitcher. <laughs> yeah. So that's twenty, and you get five <laughs> drinks out of it. That's a deal. Is it a weekend happy hour or anything? Uh, you don't know what day of the week it is because of the the apocalypse that's happening. Late night happy hour. <laughs> apocalypse <laughs> happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> is it ladies' night? <laughs> <laughs> is it ladies' night? <laughs> As one Tammy drink, pulls one up drink her for ladies' night. <laughs> uh, here, just take uh, it. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> Poe comes in with yet another disguise. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing a ball gown. <laughs> so what are you going to do with all the gear in the meantime, by the way? Are you going to keep it in your room? You're going to try to keep it yourself just like with... Can we just keep it on Errol? <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. I mean, would we, we, we can talk to Arabeth and then we'll tell her that we have a bunch of stuff that we don't have any use for, but maybe their people do, so... Okay, uh, Poe, before you head out to the bar with everyone else, you put the brazen head away. Roll me a perception check, please. Poe loves percepting, except today. No. Perception is for the weak today. 11. 11. Well, your perception didn't have to be that great, because as you put the brazen head maybe at the far end of your room, you notice that there is a slip of paper that has been stuffed inside of one of its nostrils. Poe sticks a finger up his own nose <laughs> and takes leaves it the room. out. <laughs> <laughs> takes the finger back out, goes and puts it in the other bull's nose. We like just swap boogers. And then if nothing bad happens, pulls the slip of paper out of the filled nostril. It's and like a fortune cookie. <laughs> that you have to swap boogers with. <laughs> you guys are now booger brothers. So Poe, <laughs> you pull out this piece of paper. Can you... Read. Please read the piece of <laughs> paper to everybody else. Oh, Poe can read. <laughs> Take this arrow. <laughs> oh, it has a magnifying glass. Poe starts reading in his head. Faxton. <laughs> I forgot he had a deep voice in his head. <laughs> you did well to report your superior's mishandling of funds. <laughs> <laughs> and I trust that you will continue to serve as a loyal loyalty, loyal fee. To serve as loyally. To serve as loyally. In the weeks to come, you need not command the Canabras Templars for long. What the fuck? For the city is about to die. Oh, no. <laughs> I only wish I could be there to take part in its murder. Okay, this guy's crazy. 
for I have fond memories of my Red Morning Massacre. Damn communists. <laughs> no matter, I suppose, for your mortal kin will all fall soon enough, as I said. I ain't mortal. Legends never die. Canabras' days are short. Is there really an apostrophe S after a word that ends with an S? I've always wondered that. Lord Lesh <laughs> has always has already left to meet with our Lord's daughter in the abyss. I've always wanted to go there. To secure a Nindrian crystal? <laughs> Nailed it. I wonder how much that is worth. Of the proper purity. She hasn't got laid. And once she has what she needs, she'll arrive in Canabras to finish the job and turn the ward stones fully to our use. What? You will know when she succeeds, I suspect. <laughs> Good luck with your perception, Biatch. Praise Lord Baphomet. I mean, obviously not. You just shoved this paper up his nose. Minagi. Minago. Menago! <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Flavor dice. The in, yeah, the inside of uh, the inside of Poe's head, everybody. I was gonna say, is that it's terrifying right there? in there. <laughs> so Poe, you join uh, the others, perhaps eyeing this letter once more in the middle of Defender's heart. They're all being served by a man who's missing an arm from the elbow down. Roll me a knowledge local as you walk up. Ha <laughs> ha! I got that. Could I roll one as well? Yes. You and uh, Tammy can both roll. Cool. 13. 13. And a 10. 10. Natural one. Natural one. Wow. So, Poe, the rest of them probably didn't take notice, but you notice this man is Kimroth Otai. Uh, he is definitely the proprietor of this inn. Rathi, my boy. Dude, I have missed you so much. Looks like business is booming. How you doing? Oh no. <laughs> My fears have come true. He's made it. And he like rubs his forehead. Please stop speaking for the moment. I have to go change out casks of ale. I don't know. And he walks out the back as you walk in. <laughs> Guys, that's my boy Rothy. We go way back. I mean, with that stump, you wouldn't believe what he can do. It doesn't fit up his nose, let me tell you that. But you know what does? This piece of paper! <laughs> <laughs> and you all Seamless see him waving segue. this piece of paper in front of you. What's what? that? That's a piece of paper here. Go ahead. And <laughs> it's a piece of paper. I pull it out. You pull it out. Your eyes move across the page quickly, absorbing the information. No, you need to read it now. <laughs> <laughs> with commentary. All right. Back to the page. Oh, <laughs> you don't have to do that. No, no. You don't have to. Obviously, I'm not going to do it. Faxon, <laughs> you did well. <laughs> I accidentally exited out of roll 20. So <laughs> just, just going just off memory. I'm trying spot to scared. buy time until <laughs> <laughs> so I can get back. <laughs> Minago. <laughs> all right. So I zoom. She reads it out loud to all of us then. She does, uh, and you all kind of get the information. Maybe Her take a, a silvery like butter. <laughs> <laughs> take a silent moment. Um, you all, <laughs> Kimroth comes back this time looking dejected, and he 
does a bunch of stuff behind the bar very quickly, and then he turns around. In his hand sits this drink. It has four layers of color and a small umbrella, and he slides it to Poe, <laughs> and he goes, I remember that you drink unnecessarily complicated drinks. So this is your favorite four colors. Fuck you. Dude, <laughs> I knew we'd go way back. You're my boy, Rathi. I mean, you know I'll drink anything, but especially things with four colors. Uh-huh. And, yes, uh, I know. It's like a fishbowl with six straws, but he takes <laughs> all but one out. <laughs> he pulls all six together. <laughs> <laughs> Lily is like, I'll have one of those. <laughs> and he just, <sighs> and he starts working behind the bar. Soon enough, slides another four-colored fishbowl your way. I give him my other four straws. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a beer. <laughs> so you all have your drinks. <laughs> I guess we'll uh, seek out Anivia and her wife. Anivia is nowhere to be seen. You do see Irabeth uh, sitting in the back corner, ale in hand, going over some papers, uh, a small pair of glasses sitting at the end of her nose that she's using to read through the various documents in front of her. Though her top half is just a simple tunic now, you notice that her greaves are still attached uh, at the bottom, golden and glistening. Um, and she sits casually, sipping on a nail, going over these papers. So you walk over to <laughs> Irabeth. <laughs> Please, take your seat. And she gestures. She's sitting on a much larger table than she has any right to. The seat's completely vacant, though you look around the room and you notice that it is ass to elbows in there. All the seats are filled, and clearly she has left them open for you five. Errol will take a seat with his pint. As will Alu. Same here. <laughs> you want me to get you one of these four-colored drinks? Rafi's my boy. <laughs> and she, like, gestures and picks up from underneath her chair one of those drinks. I'll go one for later. It's fine. And she puts it back down. <laughs> nice. You just down. pulled up like a giant pot. <laughs> I feel like was the gesture you made. A cauldron. It's quite, it, I'm, I'm a very big person. It takes a lot for me to get drunk. <laughs> right. So, my wife's sleeping. She's she's been out for a while. What 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 news do you have of the outside? Does the word Red Knight Massacre mean anything to you? Or something similar. I mean, I'm not good with memory, and I gave the paper <laughs> to Tammy, but... She stops. Something like that. And you watch this, like, 100-yard stare come across, staring past and through everyone in the room. During the final days of Sarkor, the people of Canaveris saw horrifying sights to the west, the way of the whirlwound. Foul, twisted creatures scraped their way across the land. The sky burned green and plumes of acrid smoke drifted across the new wastelands. Hysterical refugees splashed across the river and sought safety behind the walls over the bluffs of Canaveris. At first, these refugees were allowed in unquestioningly, unerringly. However, a demon named Anago entered Canabras, magically disguised as one of these 
refugees. Once inside the town's walls, she revealed her true form and slaughtered 62 of our citizens before vanishing in a cloud of greasy black smoke. After that, it was called the Red Morning Massacre. Cadavers refuses entrance to any emerging from the world wound now, except those who would demonstrate the most direst of circumstance. Those admitted were forced to undergo protracted and painful tests to demonstrate the mortality. Individuals who fell upon suspicions were turned away or executed on the spot. It caused something that we are not proud of to this day. It caused a whole new wave of fear, burning of witches, tieflings, those that would be deemed unnatural to the human eye. It was a dark turn indeed. How do you know of this? Uh, well... We got a note. But yeah, we got a piece of paper. Um, Tammy, you got that piece of paper? Also, just so you know, remember how they tried to kill the Wardstone once? Well, this is going to make you, I don't know, sad, scared, angry. They're going to convert it this time. So yeah, we got a piece of paper. You're going to love it. She's like, what? Convert it. She grabs the paper from your hand. Starts running her eyes across the page. I thought they were disorganized, that they were poorly planned this seems that they were been meaning to keep us here off to the side till they can figure out a plan to further damage the wardstone she takes her glasses off grabs the bridge of her nose Do you, is there any good news of what you came across in your travels Oh, there's plenty. We fucked some shit up. I mean, I never was one for killing, but it feels kind of good. And we got a nice golden bull's head. I don't know, guys. Any other good news that you can think of? We took down a couple of the stations of Baphomet. Oh, yeah, that was sweet. And she perks up, starts shuffling through the papers in front of her. Grabs a rather large map and kind of slides it in front of you, pressing her hands across the top of it, trying to flatten it out. Was it any of these locations? You see five X's that are on top of the page. Two of the X's you know, at least somewhat thinking back, were now found in the middle of giant etched trenches. So not there at the very least. But the other three... You note as Nasirian Manor, the tower, and Topaz, Topaz Solutions. <gasps> I still consider it Topaz Problems. <laughs> <laughs> I call it an Emerald Solution. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Errol will kind of like stand up and lean over the table and kind of point all those things out to her. And say, the, those two fell into big deep gashes they, those aren't there anymore but the other three we took care of we uh well except for the syrian manor that was already blown up by the time we got there but yeah we we cleared out topaz solutions and the tower of Estrad. we we 
killed Faxon, which is uh, where we found uh, the bullhead that had this note in it. She hands you a bit of charcoal, and you start like kind of gouging where you saw the large trenches. You make a big divot where an Assyrian manor was. You kind of make out the different parts of the town that you've come across, letting her know what's happening, and she's kind of watching in wonderment. You're, you're the first one to to come so far. Truly, you are either blessed or foolhardy. Well, you save me a good bit of time and some bounty. She takes a purse off of her belt, slides it across the table. Some gold pieces crop out of the top. There was a bounty of 1,000 gold for anyone who could come back with that information, but I'll call it an even three for saving me all the time of seeking new adventurers. She gives you 3,000 gold. Oh, no, no. We couldn't. We couldn't. I mean... Nope. Thank you. If you insist. Yeah, if you insist. Okay. (laughs) Just doing our duty, but thanks. Did you find anything else? Uh, Any other letters? Any any other bastions of evil that may have existed? Uh, We have this old note that was addressed to Hosilla. Hosilla? Ho. Ho. Being the primary part of that name. (laughs) She looks it over, and she sees the bottom S-V... And she just goes, Staunton Vaughn. I thought I was rid of him. Where, where, where were these people housed? Where, I'm, we've, we've searched most parts of the city, say for a few locations. Where were they been holding up with these numbers for these orders? Underground. Well, what do you mean underground? Guys, well, I don't know how to explain this. Will somebody take over? <laughs> Well, when I don't know what's going on. Everything. <laughs> I never know what's going on. When we were in Clydewell Plaza and everything was happy and jolly and then quickly turned to shit, we fell into a crevasse and spent many a day trying to get back. That, that is where we found Anivia. She fell in with us. Uh, we battled through a lot of cultists and unworthy people down there. Well done indeed. Well, it's strange. I've heard stories of underground and what what it's like down there. Do you all by yourself and to come across this strange sect of individuals? Did they have any help? The good guys or the bad guys? The bad guys. What do you mean good guys? There's this guy named Steven. He was pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you mean, a, a guy a named Steven? Hello, <laughs> <laughs> help me out here. <laughs> so we actually, there is a, a city underground named Neathalon. We ran to many people there, including mongrel men. They were being harassed. and You found the first descendants. This is, this is phenomenal. Uh, what are they like? I've, I've read texts and I've heard stories of their whereabouts, but I thought it was just whispers. But they exist. They're, they're a bit off-putting to the eyes. They were pretty much just people. Well, some with crab hands, some with lizard faces, <laughs> but people. Oh, it's a shame. Well, we could use numbers and bodies, but they're just these... 
bygone peoples with pieces of animal and nothing else. I can't ask much of them. Maybe they're not. I don't know. I've never met them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what's happening. <laughs> but but who knows? Maybe they'll be helpful. <laughs> king, their king, King Sul. What was it again? Yeah, Sul. King Sul. King Sul uh, told us to tell you that they would be more than willing to help whenever, whenever we beckon it, whatever we call it for it. Good, good. We could use the manpower. Hmm. Is where? Where did you come up through? Perhaps I can send a scout down to to send them word. Maybe they can help us in our trying time. Errol will kind of lean over the map again and point to where we popped out from, and he'll root around a little bit, and he's gonna grab the. Morning star that King Sewell gave us, and hand it to Irabeth and say, "Here, g- give this to your scout. He, if he shows this to King Sewell, he will know he's not a threat, and he can convince him to join us here and fight for us." She picks it up, holds it in her hand, reads the side. Never did I lose this for my. These are very specific inscriptions on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Strange, but I'm sure he'll recognize the writing very well. She sticks it in her belt. Any other news before? Perhaps we should call it an evening. Curses? There are curses. There's also a library filled with nerds. They got a guy named Aravashnil. And Caleb. (laughs) So uh, he's likely dead by now. There's also a a dead friend of ours that Nivia killed. Whoa. Accidentally. Oh, Whoa. boy. Okay. You shouldn't be dropping those bullets. <laughs> okay, okay. You're she supposed to be the one with the charisma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she takes a I mean, knife from her belt and she stabs it in the middle of the table. What do you mean my wife killed somebody? It was an accident, but we were in the middle of a firefight. One thing led to another. And she missed. She lodged one of her arrows into the side of one of our comrades' heads and after it killed her. Far be it from me to trust the word of a stranger but perhaps I best talk to my wife before I start levying such accusations. This body of this friend, where is it housed currently? I can send a runner to get it for you. We got a cart over by... We left it at Horgus's. Barb's at Horgus's. Yeah, Barb's yeah. with Horgus. We still have a cart. You can take the <laughs> cart to carry the body. Oh, it's a it's a big body. It, it, we should yeah. take Nikki out first. <laughs> of the cart, or you want to kill him? <laughs> Both. Mass <Mask> grave. <laughs> Nikki's a shovel. Start digging a hole. <laughs> so we found Stay the library. <laughs> You're gonna love the library. Uh, uh, <laughs> Lillian, tell him about the library. It had a lot of books. <laughs> <laughs> Blackwing Library, where we left Aravashnial and his students. Aravashnial yet lives. Yes, he's he's been maimed, but he lives. Hmm. I shall send for him as well. His expertise and knowledge could be well worth knowing. And this body, you say, it's at Horgus Quirm's house. Yes. Is that little snipe alive still as well 
Yeah, he's also been converted. He's a really great guy now. He's, he's come a long way since we met him. But, uh, yes, he's, he's actually been quite an asset to us in our survival. All right, well, I'll wait to see it for myself. She turns, stands up, kind of looks at Alu, eyes narrow. I think it best if we all get some rest. And if you have anything you need to be done, take the next couple of days and do it. In the meantime, I think it best I also turn in for the evening. She turns on a heel and walks away quite quickly. You gonna finish that cauldron? That's <laughs> just like the same thing. <laughs> uh, you, Lillian, you gonna drink that? Lillian's gonna like run after her. Um, and she's gonna say, you know our Vashnia. Is there anybody here like him? She looks. What do you mean, like him? <laughs> <laughs> um, she's gonna expose a little bit of the little spirally birthmark on her back. Ah, uh, Rift Warden. Not here, child. There's few left in the Eagle Watch. So few, in fact, that I find myself as commander. A position I have not earned, nor do I think I am best to be fit, but here all the same. What answers you may yet need may lie in what remains in the city. She kind of pulls up your clothing, pats where your birthmark is. Keep that hidden for now. But I promise I'll help find you answers. And she kind of looks at you, gives a quick bow, and continues walking. About how many people are in the city? Or in the... Uh, yeah, in, in the defenders, in the defenders' heart, all told, because like the so the wall has expanded the bounds of the defenders' heart. In and of itself, it's a larger inn, but as you look out the windows and whatnot, you notice that there are various shanty towns that have been made up. The rooms you're sitting in are more than, more than likely transition rooms that they put people in, then they allow them to set up their own camp, and then they're moved inside the walls but outside of the inn. You'd guess that's maybe like a thousand or so people. Um, various hodgepodge. That's a good size. Yeah. Yeah. Good size to cure some bad things. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we got a lot of good information from Irabeth, so maybe yeah. turn maybe in and drink up and tuck in. Yeah. One thing I was wanting to do: Am I able to do some sort of? Can I do like a knowledge religion? check on the curse to just see what it is or how to potentially dispel it? It would be a knowledge arcana to know exactly what it is. Okay. I, I don't have. Do you... Uh, Tammy? I'll do a knowledge arcana. Could you tell me what to flex me? <laughs> Please? <laughs> Besides Who wants the to obvious? go first? <laughs> nice. Uh, I think it was cracked. What are we doing? Knowledge Arcana? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Go Lillian. Got an 11. I got a 14. It seems like it's a standard curse. You know, though curses may never be standard, it doesn't seem to be 
too above board. To get rid of it, you would need a break enchantment, limited wish, miracle, remove curse, or wish spell. So you're going to need a, a higher level healer, yeah. a fifth level cleric or so probably to uh, get that removed. Yeah, I was going to say pretty much like remove curse is like the only one that's <laughs> attainable at this point yeah. in time. Okay. And we can ask around for that in the morning, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's turn in. It's been a long journey, and now that we have some safety, we can take a couple days and rest. You all go to bed and sleep deeply. For the first time in a long time, you're not on a bedroll or a fabulous chase lounger. You're bones feel tired they feel achy you take off your armor you set your weapons aside you all fall asleep alu you wake up first smoke swirls around you this deep red jagged rock sits at your feet and on the walls to either side You'd measure the canyon you're in to be anywhere from 150 to 200 feet wide. Endlessly deep. As you look up, the walls of the canyon rise far beyond your sight line. As your eyes settle back down, you see Lillian in front of you. Also taking in the scene. From there, Tammy appears. Errol then after some time, Poe, you all stand. You reach out to each other, mouths opening, lips moving, no words escaping. Eventually, you all settle on walking. You walk for some time one direction, not seeing much, and then you walk for some time in another. Eventually, you come to an opening in the canyon. The walls widen, but the floor dips deep, far. In the middle of the floor sits a large, beautiful crystal, a deep violet, almost black. You're not sure the size of it, but you see around its base a silver dragon, a deep gouge on its neck, terrible cuts, its eyes lifeless and gray, encircling the bottom. You watch as its body jerks, it starts moving, cracking, breaking, its scales flicking off of its body. It moves quickly side to side, preternaturally coming from what would be hundreds if not thousands of feet away to your very feet sitting its jaw hanging loosely from its skull, the blood once more pouring out of its wounds fresh all over again. Its head pulls back. A bright white sphere forms in his mouth and it washes over the five of you. You all wake up unsure of where you are, but sure of one thing. That you're a little bit stronger than you were the day before. Hey, hey. Welcome to fourth level, motherfucker! Hey, hey, hey.
Cruise. And we'll find out what that means next time on the final <laughs> crusade. <laughs>